0: to the Pink and Pineapple Podcast. I am your host, Ashley McLean. You can find me on Instagram at McLeanism, that's M-C-C-L-A-I-S-M, as well as Pink and Pineapple Pod. You can also find me on Facebook at Pink and Pineapple Pod, as well as on Pinterest at Pink and Pineapple. And you can also, last but not least, find me at pinkandpineapple.com. Um, make sure you check that out if you love this podcast, as well as subscribing, oh my goodness, to our newsletter. Um, well, this is my first recording since the new year, so happy new year. Um, I have been sick, (laughs) if you can't tell. Um, well, first I was busy and, like, then I got sick. Like, I was gonna record I think like last weekend and I like literally couldn't stop coughing um but I'm feeling a little bit better I'm at antibiotics I think I have like a little bit of bronchitis um but I will probably be pausing every so often to cough and hack my lungs out and drink some water so if it seems very choppy (laughs) that is why um but anyways so, I understand we're 20 days into the new year, but I did want to talk about um, diet culture today because I feel like a lot of people, when a new year begins and they're thinking about what they want to do for you know the new year, what their goals are, a lot of them have to do with working out more or losing weight, and I feel like trying to you know maybe going into it with the best of intentions as like I want to eat healthier to feel better or I want to work out which is great I think working on is great and it's a great way to um have more energy and to really I guess it's good for your body but um I feel like a lot of times people go into it with the mindset of weight and culture and just things like that. So I really want to talk about that because I think that that it quickly can get out of hand. And personally, as somebody who has been affected by diet culture, um, I had an eating disorder in high school, which I've been kind of trying to figure out how I'm going to approach the subject because it's a very delicate subject so trigger warning um I really think I really understand how everything gets out of hand so anyways let's talk about diet culture what is it so diet culture is one of the definitions of diet culture is that it is A belief system that worships thinness and equates it to health and moral virtue. So, a lot of times I will see people thinking about like, oh, if you are thin, you are automatically healthy. Um, Or people who are, like if you compare two bodies and one is thinner than the other, um, they will automatically assume that the person who is thin is healthier than maybe the person with the bigger body, um, and that's just one example of diet culture. Um, another definition says that it promotes weight loss and maintaining a low weight as a way to elevate social status and demonizes certain foods and eating styles while elevating others. So, Um, for example, I see this a lot, like cutting out carbs, um, is a huge one. And that is just one example of diet culture, um, discussing calories and calling foods good or bad tips on healthier foods. So if you have like your favorite meal and you're on Pinterest and you see something that's like a recipe for healthy blah, 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 um, that's an example of diet culture. You know what I mean? Like if you like a dish so much or like a food or something along those lines, you should be able to eat it in moderation. And um, and then adds emphasizing working out to lose weight um, as opposed to working out to treat your body well, to have more energy and all of the other amazing benefits of exercise that have nothing to do with weight. Um, So those are just some examples. I think a lot of us don't even know diet culture when we see it because we, it's so normalized. It's such a normal part of our culture in America, especially. And I think even though it's gotten better. Um, I know the 2000s were really, really rough for diet culture. Um, I know the 90s were as well, but I was a child in the 90s, so I didn't really pay as much attention, (laughs) but the 2000s were very rough on diet culture. Um, I know we always had every year, and I don't know if this is still a thing, But there's like this tabloid that would always have like every summer the best and worst beach bodies. And it would just have like, you know, these very thin celebrities and they would be the best beach bodies. And then it would have like, you know, maybe some celebrities that weren't quite as thin and they would be considered the worst beach bodies. And I just think reading that as a 15 year old girl, you know, and younger, um, I can remember reading that when I was like 12, obviously you're going to have a messed up view on body image. You're going to have a messed up view on weight and your body. And I just think that it's such an important, sorry, my computer is like glitching out for a second. Um, I just think it is important to talk about and to recognize. And I'm glad now that we are going more toward body positivity, but it's still not perfect. The body positivity movement isn't always. Um, sometimes they fall in the diet culture too, you know, with the um, like eating clean and only eating whole foods and working out, um, you know, doing all these workouts like every day and that kind of thing. Um, I think that can also sometimes fall under diet culture. Um, so much like many of you, a couple well, over 10 years ago, um, I was planning on my new year's resolution was to eat healthier and to work out. And essentially I, I framed it as I want to be healthier, but really it was, I want to lose weight because that's what healthy meant to me. Um, and I wasn't like big by any means. Um, I was a little bigger than I am now, but I felt like I was big, um, uh, cause I was like 17 and I ended up, you know, Doing the normal stuff, just like eating, you know, working out more and making maybe more nutritious choices and all of that. and But it very quickly got out of control um, because I kept thinking, okay, I'm going to maybe eat less and I'm going to work out more. And I'm just going to keep going. And I kept pushing myself to keep doing that to the point where I was eventually um, very obsessed with the amount of calories I was putting in my mouth to the point that I was not chewing gum because <laughs> I was scared of the calories in the gum and working out twice a day and um, and I just think the preoccupation with numbers, with calories, and my weight. Because I was very, very obsessive about my weight. To the point that I was weighing myself three times a day. Three times a day I would strip naked and weigh myself. Um, sometimes more. <laughs> and I would measure myself every day. Like I had like this tape... And I would measure my waist and my wrists and my thighs and all of that. And I was just so obsessive. Like it consumed my life. Like I would sit there all day long. Luckily, this was like mostly during the summer. So I had <laughs> it wasn't like you know ignoring my studies because I didn't really have anything going on at that point. Um <clears throat> And it just was, like, all day long, though, I would just think about what I was going to eat next and how many calories and how much of this, and I'd have to measure everything out. And it's just not healthy, obviously, and saying that now, like, you're like, well, obviously, that's not healthy. But so much of what I was reading and what I was consuming... And just, you know, all the fitness magazines and um, people around me who were on diet, it felt normal. Like I felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing because a lot of our culture says we're supposed to watch what we eat. And so, well, yes, you want to eat food that makes you feel good and um, is going to give your body nutrients and, you know, make your body as healthy as possible. Um, I don't feel like that also means you need to sit there and count calories all day and you don't need to sit there and obsess about your food constantly. Um, and I remember the, I just like remember all of all of that was just seemed so normal like I felt like that's what I'm supposed to be doing and like I said before I feel like it's gotten better with the body positivity movement um I feel like there is a little less emphasis on strictly thinness um but I also feel like, again, I feel like it's, <laughs> it's a little different too. Like it's almost a different problem now because, um, now we have influencers who are sharing their one day videos, um, and some of them are very healthy and very balanced and some of them are downright restrictive, but they're. Um, (laughs) they're, like, framed as, oh, I'm eating only clean today, or I'm eating only whole foods today, um, you know, or I'm, like, trying the other huge thing I hear about right now that I think is a very hot topic, that is definitely diet culture, is the preoccupation with bloating, like, people would be like, I'm trying to avoid bloating, everybody's body bloats. Um, It's just a normal part of being (laughs) a human being. And, well, yes, there's going to be foods that are going to make you feel more bloated um, that maybe upset your stomach or your body doesn't really agree with. Um, I don't really think that you should be stressing out so much about bloating. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't really be a concern. Um, definitely eat foods that make you (laughs) feel better and avoid foods that upset your stomach. Um, but I feel like bloating is strictly like bloating in and of itself is strictly an aesthetic problem. Like it's not an actual health problem. (laughs) So we've kind of like identified what diet culture is and if you're like me, when I was first starting to recover from um, my eating disorder and disordered eating in general, I, you know, I remember when people, doctors and therapists would tell me like, eat to feel your body, you know, stop when you're full. Like this isn't normal. Like <clears throat> this isn't healthy behavior. And I remember thinking, what else am I supposed to do? Like I can't just eat cake all day. Like My occupation, preoccupation, sorry, (laughs) with healthy eating, which is also called orthorexia, uh, which is also an eating disorder, um, which is essentially diet culture, is, you know, it's not bad. Like, it's just me trying to be healthy. And um, I think. You know, until you, like, really fully understand and you fully, like, start to, I guess, challenge your thoughts around food, you can't really get out of that. Um, one thing that really helped me was viewing food, viewing food as a way to, again, fuel my body. Um, so... I now eat very intuitively, um, even though I'm vegan, um, which I think is a lifestyle not a diet. I'm not avoiding like milk and meat and eggs to lose weight. I am doing that because it goes with my belief systems and honestly like milk and eggs don't make my body feel very well. Um, they, up, they upset my skin, I, they upset my stomach um and honestly there are things that I can use to replace them which I do from time to time um but as you know as a person who is yes I am plant based I still will you know eat foods primarily that I enjoy that make me feel good um there's going to be times when, you know, I, like, I'm like, oh, you know, a veggie burger and fries sounds really good, but I'm, you know, I'm not really, like, my body doesn't really feel (laughs) like it wants that. My body is kind of telling me I want some, you know, some brown rice and beans, and I will eat that and fully enjoy it, and it's not like I'm like, oh, I can't eat this because, I, you know, don't want to gain weight or it's unhealthy. I, there are some times where I will eat, (laughs) um, you know, quote unquote unhealthy foods, fried foods a couple times a week and then I don't feel very well and then, you know, I'm like, okay, I shouldn't have done that, um, not because it was unhealthy because it doesn't make my stomach feel good. So I think like primarily trying to eat foods that make you feel healthy and happy and satisfied is really, really important. So, you know, my body these days tends to go more towards, um, like, I guess, less processed foods, I tend to gravitate towards a lot of brown rice and a lot of tofu and produce and um, lots of like soups and stir fries and that kind of thing. And it's not because I am making that choice because I'm trying to lose weight or I'm trying to keep my weight down or like maintain my weight, but because I... Those are foods that my body genuinely, positively responds to. It it gives me energy. It keeps me full. It tastes good. That's really important. I think you should be able to taste your, like, enjoy your food. Um, Cooking this last year, like cooking more, has really, really helped me with my intuitive eating because I really enjoy making foods with like all these different flavors and um, adding spices to them. And it really gives me like almost an emotional connection to the meals that I'm eating because I spent time making it. And I don't know, I feel like I can get like a different, I feel like I have like a different connection to it, if you will. I know that sounds weird, but once I started understanding intuitive eating You know, I used to be a person that, like, I had to finish my plate. Um, There was never food left on my plate, which is weird because, like, my family, I remember my parents always saying to me, like, don't force yourself to eat if you're not hungry. Like, my parents were never like the, you need to finish your plate before you can go type of family. Um, But I now can, like, start eating something and then I will notice when i'm starting to get full and then the food even though it's so good and it's so delicious because i know i can eat more of it or i can make it or have it whenever instead of saying like i'm only gonna eat it today because it's my cheat day i can then put it down put it away and feel satiated rather than completely full or um And there's just like no emotional, there's no like anxiety around it. Like that just is like such a rewarding thing because I've always, except for when I was really young, have had anxiety around food up until probably the last like five years or so. Like I, I really, really enjoy being able to have quote unquote junk food, which I don't think junk food is junk food. It's just maybe food that's a little more processed. Um, I can keep that in my house and I don't go overboard. In fact, I literally, (laughs) I literally frequently buy whole packs of like Oreos. Fun fact, Oreos are vegan. Um, and I don't finish them. I have a thing of Oreos in my cupboard from, like October, that I literally haven't even finished because I eat it when I want to and because I don't sit there and I stress about it and, you know, fantasize about it, I guess. um, It doesn't hold any power over me, you know? And honestly, I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is your body will regulate what you eat because your body knows what it needs, and so if you go into and deal with your relationship with food, your toxic relationship with food, it's so different from... Um, <clears throat> it's just, like, so different from just, like, you know, letting yourself take the rain or letting yourself eat whatever you want is so, like, freeing. And it's not... You think, like, when I say, like, eat whatever you want... You're going to go to McDonald's every day or you're going to eat pizza every day or you're going to eat cake every day, all day, every day. And um, honestly, like your body, your body isn't going to respond well to that. Your body isn't going to feel good. Like I'm not talking about weight. I'm talking about like your digestive system, your breathing, your energy. Um, Your body is going to know what it wants. And so I think I eat, honestly, I don't want to say healthier because I feel like that's diet culture, (laughs) but I feel like I don't fantasize about um, foods that don't make me feel good as much now that I just let myself eat whatever I want. And sometimes I want a cupcake and I go get a cupcake. I am very famous for going to work with a cupcake and eating a cupcake while I'm at work. Like, that is my thing. Um, There's Because cupcakes are delicious and they're so good and I work hard. And, you know, I don't want to say I deserve a cupcake because I think everybody deserves a cupcake. Um, but, yeah, I deserve a cupcake, you know. So, I can do that and I don't need to feel stressed out about it and I don't obsess about it like I used to. I used to eat a sweet and just my whole day I'd be like stressed. I'd be like oh my god I can feel my thighs getting bigger and I can feel my arms getting bigger and my like no. Like it's one cupcake. It's fine and honestly like your body knows what it needs. It knows what it wants and so if you let yourself B, it's gonna be okay you're not gonna go overboard you're not going to <laughs> eat the whole kitchen um, you have hunger cues and your body listening to your body is just so important so some ways to do that I feel like I've just rambled on and on, and on are to I think first one way to do that is to really now that you know what diet culture is and you can, when you can recognize it, that's like the first step, right? Um, second is, I guess, trying to figure out your relationship with food and maybe that is therapy or, um, maybe it is, you feel like you now have, the means to take the reins yourself and really challenge those thoughts, um, that's great. Um, personally for me, it was therapy and a little bit of both, you know what I mean? Therapy and challenging my thoughts. Um, but I think that's really, really important. That first step of saying this is my relationship with food, you know, and then starting to deal with that. And I think, um, Maybe you are a person who binges, which honestly, when I was recovering, that was me. I went from restricting to binging because my relationship with food, even though I wasn't starving myself, like my relationship with food was still really shitty. And one of the big things for me that helps me to finally kind of start to reconcile that relationship with food is seeing why I binged which is essentially why I starved myself um and honestly like that was such a valuable thing for me to learn and that is one things like honestly like I started to be able to eat intuitively and listen to those body cues um so that's something that's really important it's just like figuring out your relationship with food um Really, kind of getting down to it and doing the work, and just trying to realize that <laughs> diet culture is not healthy. It's just it's just such an important first step. It's just understanding that because that will really help you realize like my relationship with food is not healthy, and then you can work on it. Um, Second, I think is also recognizing your relationship with exercise I think this one isn't talked about as much um but a lot of people view exercise as either a punishment or just strictly a way to keep their weight down or lose weight and I used to be like that um I like I said I worked out twice a day when I was in the throes of my eating disorder and I really now like I view exercise as For me, it's like a way to help my mental health. Um, I now work out because, yes, I do want to, you know, I mean, I'd be lying if I say I don't want to, like, quote unquote, look good. (laughs) Maybe that is part of diet culture. Um, I myself am not perfect. But, you know, I primarily try to look at working out as a way to help me with my mental health and to help me have more energy so that way I can go about doing the things I want to do, uh, reaching my goals, um, having more confidence to reach my goals because working out really does help that. And then also sleeping, you know, I really like, I really like how working out helps me to get into a deeper sleep. It helps me to sleep better. It helps me to fall asleep faster. Um, so those are some main reasons why I work out now, but before I could do that, it was, I want to work out to lose weight. I want to work out to have, you know, this, these abs or to have you know, my legs be smaller or something along those lines. And while it's great to have goals of maybe you do want to have, um, you know, a super healthy body and that's fine. But I think you also need to kind of watch that and kind of keep an eye on that because you also like shouldn't do that to the judgment of your mental health and your mental well-being I know so many people who especially influencers on Instagram who are you know gym influencers or whatever and you know they look super healthy and they are you know working out all the time on their Instagram and there's reels of them lifting weights um, but then I will see again, like those, what I eat in day videos, or I'll see them drinking something that looks disgusting because it's quote unquote healthy. And I'm like, okay, but like, if you, if you weren't doing this with your weight in mind, would you have reached for that item? I think that is the question to ask yourself. Okay. If I took weight out of this, the number on the scale out of this, would I choose this food over, you know, that other one? Or am I just doing this because it's quote unquote healthy or because it is going to help me keep my weight down? So I really do think that that's important to ask yourself. And I think also like finding a workout that you love is really important. So z- instead of, you know, doing this workout because it's going to, I that you hate because it's going to, you know, give you a lifted butt or it's going it helps you burn so many calories, um, choose a workout that you like, like. You have to do so many things in your life that you don't like. You shouldn't have to do that during your workout. You know what I mean? And honestly, it's just like so important to find ways to move your body that you love. Um, I really love yoga. And when I started getting into yoga, that's when my relationship with exercise really, really started to change because it was a way to move my body that like it wasn't just about the physical aspects for me. It was the way it made me feel and the way I like the confidence it gave me and the peace it gave me and how it helped me sleep better and my anxiety and everything along those lines. And so now, you know, I do kind of diversify it because I genuinely will try like different workouts. And if I don't like them, I won't, (laughs) I won't continue doing them. I like you know lifting weights and i like um i i found that i really like the rowing machine at the gym um but if i do something and i don't like it i'm not gonna do it keep doing it because it doesn't matter how much how many calories it helps me burn if i don't like something i don't like it and for my mental well-being i avoid it right and i think that that's the way everybody should view working out instead of being like what's the best workout for you to lose weight or to you know get get arms fast or get abs fast it should be what workout makes me happy what workout makes me feel best and what workout do I enjoy doing um those should be the questions you ask yourself Okay, so that about sums it up for me. Um, I'm sure there's more to talk about, but I really don't want to get into, I guess, any deeper details because I am not a licensed therapist or a nutritionist or anything like that. So, um, you know, please, if you are struggling with an eating disorder or you realize from listening to this that you do have disordered eating Um, seek help from therapy, um, professional help. Honestly, recovery is great. It's worth it. I never thought I would be where I am today with my relationship with food um, and exercise, but here I am and I honestly probably have a healthier relationship with food and exercise than most people that I know. So honestly, like, you can get help. You can recover. Um, it is, again, 100% worth it. And with that, I hope you all have a great week and do something nice for yourself. Um, I just bought, I didn't just buy, it was like a week ago. I bought Prince Harry's book and it's very juicy and I love it. Um, so definitely get yourself a juicy celebrity memoir I don't know if it would be considered that because he's royal I guess so celebrity memoir um and also drink your water (laughs) okay well have a great week and I love you all bye